Hey guys, welcome back. We are here again, your co-hosts. I'm Hannah. I'm Paige. And I'm Angela. And thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of Hot Hot Mess. Hot Mess, eh? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it right one day. Yep. For today's episode, we're actually going to talk about traveling and some of the places we've been to. So I was actually thinking about this the other day because of times being what they are. I've been really craving a trip. I just I want to go somewhere again. I miss traveling. I miss being on a plane. I miss the experience of packing a suitcase. And I was wondering what you guys were thinking, how you were feeling about it. You know, what are you guys feeling? What I'm feeling with the vibe of I just want to pack my suitcase and, and go somewhere. Yeah. Absolutely. I was saying, especially like with being in self-isolation. Now it's like all I want to do is just go out and like experience things. Mm-hmm. Well, so last year in May of 2020, I was supposed to go back to England. That too, yeah. The itch to travel and just get out of even like my town at this point like that is something that I cannot wait for like I understand the restrictions and like obviously being safe but you know it's hard man you guys were so ready for that trip and then all this shit happened I remember yeah it was it was a bummer there was (laughs) there was a group chat about that yeah so everything got pushed back to this year obviously like we're not going this year either but it sucks because so it's kind of postponed to next year but the friend who I was supposed to go with I'm like hey I can't go like right now we are planning me and my fiance's wedding and are scheduled for July 2022 I'm like I cannot reasonably go to England a couple of months before my wedding like I can't spend that kind of money so it sucks because I haven't been back to England like it, it would have been this year it'll been it'll be nine years since I I first went well not first the first time there but the last time I was in England so I was really looking forward to it but obviously you know life gets busy when you're making plans right yeah I kind of vote for have that be your staget can we just do an England trip <laughs> that would be pretty cool. oh my god I'm still gonna put my vote in I mean like I wish I really wish but I got a wedding to pay for I can't pay for that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Fair enough. I know. <laughs> Find me the voice of reason. See I, if I know. Care. It doesn't happen often with me. So like you have to take it as it comes. <laughs> Fair. So where else have you guys been? Paige, you've been to England. Where else have you been? Well, like living in a border city, you know, in Canada, like obviously I've been to Michigan. I've been to Ohio, you know, go to see Cedar Point, little Sandusky. I've been to Chicago. Uh, I have gone to Florida. And and then like I've been to Manitoba and Saskatchewan, like in Canada. Oh, oh, I forgot like a cool one. I actually I did go to Spain. Really? Yeah, when I was living in England, I didn't get like a ton of vacation time. But the cool thing about living over there is they and and I don't want to like generalize, but for the most part here, the idea is to get money and put it into your house, put it into like your material items. Whereas the mindset over in Europe, at least from what I saw, it is, you know, no, 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 live in a smaller house and like I don't want to say like less things, but it is it's more important for them to travel because it's so easy to actually travel within Europe. Uh, This was obviously before Brexit. Even if is that a thing? Like, I I thought that that got repelled. Anyways, that's not important. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, I had 
a, like a long weekend off. Like I had a Friday, I think, to a Monday off. And I found really cheap flights to Spain. And I was like, uh, yes, please. Awesome. I mean, you're over there, right? So might as yeah. well. That's so sick. Yeah. Well, me and my friend that we went with at first, like we were thinking like, do we want to go to Germany? Do we want to, you know, and I was like, listen, we we were there for two nights, three days. So not quite as long as I thought initially. And I was like, do you really want to like try to like fit in a bunch of like monuments and go see a bunch of shit in like two days? Like we're gonna be exhausted. Like I'd rather go somewhere where there's a beach where we can actually just decompress because the way that it came back was our flight was late. So we didn't get back to England until like, I want to say like 10 or 11 o'clock. So by the time we actually got home um, and I worked at 7 a.m. the next morning. So I was like, how about we just go to a beach somewhere we, where we can just like drink and tan. And so that's what we ended up doing just because we had so little amount of time. And it was yeah. great. It was fun. I respect that. Yeah, we went to this beautiful little town called Kalela. And it was it was a really great experience. That's cute. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. I know. What about you guys? Where have you guys been? Well, I haven't been anywhere like like you guys. You know, I've only taken a plane once and it was to Florida. Still had a good time. But because, you know, living on a border city like you, you know, we've been to Ohio, Michigan and everything. And I've just traveled within Ontario. Nice. Nice. That's I haven't awesome. gone anywhere too far. But I would love to go other places, you know, dreams. I think Girl, there's something to that. be said for traveling around where you live. There's something to be said for just treating your own home like you're a yeah. tourist. I want to like just check, like see everywhere in Canada. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I haven't really traveled through Canada too much. I mean, I've been to like Winnipeg, Kenora, but that's mostly because like I've got family there. I've been to Quebec and then I've been obviously because, we, as you said, Paige, we're a border city. So, you know, you'd spend the occasional weekend going over to Michigan and you'd get, you know, your groceries, honestly, or you'd get to go shopping. Like clothes used to be really cheap and worth it to go over to the States instead of staying in Canada. So there were times when my mom and my sister and I would be like, let's just go for the weekend and go shopping. And we'd just spend a day and it wasn't anything. Yeah, those day trips. I remember yeah. doing those. Oh, yeah, they're worth it. I've also, well, I spent a year, I was traveling around Taiwan for a year. And then I went also to the Philippines. I went to two different islands there because the Philippines is made up of a bunch of different islands. So I was in Palawan and Manila when I was in the Philippines. And then I've also been to Bali. And I think that's pretty much it was pretty awesome really, it was a good time it was honestly a really good experience i the reason i went to taiwan in the first place was really just because i didn't feel confident moving to toronto from home so what made more sense was to pack two suitcases call a friend say hey do you want to go live in taiwan for a year teach english and sure enough they said yes and i did that definitely was the more sane choice i could move to toronto or just leave and go to taiwan <laughs> <laughs> That was you know, literally the logic. I was like, I'm done with Western society. I need to go and live elsewhere. You know and what? It's another culture. It was a good decision. It was so good. Honestly, like you were there. You saw it was a riot. The nice thing about going on that trip was it showed me so many more places that I still want to go to. Like I didn't get to go to Japan while I was there. I didn't have the time. I would love to go to Japan. I would love to see Europe more. I would a dream would be to go to Germany. How about you guys? Like, is there anywhere else you guys really want to go? Like, I would love to go to Italy and eat olive oil and pasta. Literally anywhere and everywhere. I want to go to Rio de Janeiro to go to the Carnival. Oh my God, um, I festival. wish. Like, right? I want to experience Carnival so bad. Oh my God. Yeah, and then absolutely. Mardi Gras. Like, there's so many places that I want to go to and in Canada as well. Like, I would love to go drive along the BC coast, go to Vancouver mm -hmm. Island. 
I'd love to go to on the other end of Canada. I'd love to go to Halifax as well. Like there's just there's so many places that I just want to go and see and experience it all, you know? Yeah, there's a lot we have not seen yet. <laughs> yeah, there. and I also, I feel like there's so many beautiful places too that aren't as well known, so people don't go there as often. Like, how many little places do people not know about? I mean, there's probably millions, but like, I, I would love to see some hidden gems as well that I might not know of at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's definitely a lot of little hidden gems. Um One that I did forget, actually, that I'm going to kind of throw in here was I actually did go to Jamaica as well. um, And it was for a wedding and it was so beautiful. But the one thing I'm really glad that I did while I was there was I went on um, a boat with a bunch of other people and we went to the location where you can swim in the luminous plankton. And the luminous plankton is basically these little teeny tiny um, like microscopic organisms that live in the water. And when they are, I want to say when they are disrupted, they become neon blue. So they took us there at night. And once we got in the water, as soon as you start swimming, the water turns this electric neon blue around you because of these luminous plankton. That's so cool. Yeah, I've seen that in videos. Yeah, I have too. That. Oh my God. That must have been awesome. It was unbelievable. And the water was so warm. It was like bath water and it was just so beautiful. I could not stop. I think I was swimming for like a solid two and a half hours because it was just so mesmerizing. You didn't even realize the time had gone by. Oh yeah. I I believe it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also just, sorry, just because I'm thinking about it. Have you guys heard about that there's a beach and I'm pretty sure it's the Bahamas, but it could be somewhere around there where it's just like filled with pigs. What? I've heard of one of those. Yeah. Where the pig islands and stuff. Yeah. Like I would love to go and just like hang out with some pigs on a beach. And they're like, they're so chill. They're just like, yeah, let's swim together. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. There's another one with a beach full of flamingos because there's people that'll take pictures of the flamingos. (gasps) Oh my God. I would love to go to Flamingo Beach. That sounds so cool. The only one I really knew of was Rabbit Island, and it's in yeah. I think it's in Japan. Yeah, oh my God, and it's just an island filled with rabbits. That's kind of like the Deer Island, I think, where the deer are just kind of taken over. Oh my God, we yeah, there's to... so many cool places, man. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to go see them all. Oh, like the, yeah, like mm-hmm. we keep coming up with different things. Like, I want to experience Holly, like the Festival of Color in oh, India. Oh yeah, amazing. Yeah. I want, like, I know you guys said Japan too, but I was like, I want to see Japan in cherry blossom season. That would be like, the oh my God, time to go. Yeah. So, I love cherry blossoms. There's also yeah. like I I've scuba dived before. It was more just like kind of learning in a pool. But I did love the experience and I love like snorkeling and stuff too. But in Austria, there is this lake that floods every spring and the water is crystal clear. So it's like you're swimming through and it's all hike, like hiking trails and stuff. So there's like you see all the benches and all the trees and the trails and you're just you're swimming through it. I've seen photos of that. They look so cool. Yeah. So the water is cold. So it's crystal clear. So you can see everything. But it just it looks like magical because it's still a hiking trail and everything's perfectly like there but it's just all submerged <laughs> oh my god that that'd be incredible. awesome mm-hmm. yeah oh my god and when i want to travel i want to go and see like more the natural experiences i mean i i will go to cities and see like the man-made stuff and everything but i would much rather experience like what nature has to offer mm-hmm. or what you know the world has made for us yeah, <laughs> yeah. all those natural you know formations and things mm-hmm. <laughs> 
found that a lot cooler than what some guy built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I find that when I when I do travel, like I tend to like just on the couple of of experiences, I tend to go towards more so where the locals are going. And like like when we went to Spain, like we could have stayed in Barcelona, but I was like, you know what? Like we just found this like little town, and there were there were a lot of people there just to party, just to like hang out. But it was really cool just to kind of see like how the locals interact and how. I don't know, like how how they kind of must be cool too. Going like how they live exactly, yeah. And I I won't lie, Kalela. Like if if anyone has been there or goes there, it is a tourist town. But it's not hard to walk a couple of blocks up away from the beach and you actually just see like regular people just like live in that city. Yeah, it's nice being away from like the big, big city, but you're still like kind of in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I like to like kind of have a balance of going to see like the big things but i also like to kind of like take my lead from the locals what are the locals doing where are they going because they're going to know like the really cool places that aren't going to be as busy right Mm -hmm. definitely yeah that's for sure so if you guys were going to travel anywhere it doesn't matter the location what five things do you always need to pack I usually go with the essentials. I go for functionality. So one thing I always make sure I have in my um, travel bag is my puffer. I always need, always need it at some point. And usually it's, you know, right after we get off the plane when I'm like running around to get out of the airport and get settled. And then I'm like, oh, I should breathe. (laughs) That's usually when I need that. Something else that I always find I need to pack just because you don't know what other countries have or provide is I always pack my own personal hygiene items like tampons, pads, um, whatever you use. I'm just never sure what each country has to provide. And that was something I had to discover when I was in Taiwan, actually. So I always make sure to pack just a few just to, you know, carry yourself through in case you have any problems. Another thing that I always make sure to take with me is my makeup. Honestly, I just, I love using makeup as a meditative thing. So I always really pack a little bit of that just because, yeah, it's nice to just play with it. And then if you just need a night to yourself, it's nice to just do that. Mm -hmm. Another thing I pack is my favorite pair of cozy clothes. Because if you ever get homesick, there's nothing like your favorite house robe and slippers. There's nothing, yeah. nothing better. Yeah, I yeah. side with that too. Like I need the comfy clothes after, especially after a long day. Yeah. Like, just get comfy. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it makes a difference. It really mm-hmm. does. And then the last thing I always make sure to pack, this is another functional one because I'm vision impaired. I always make sure to pack my contact lenses, the solution and my glasses and my backup pair of glasses. Mm. And it's oddly specific, but that's something that I just have to make sure that I have. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like you'd probably be screwed without it, right? So. Oh my God. Yes. I've done that to myself before and it was not fun. It was mm-hmm. no bueno time. How about you guys? Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping well, someone's going to say like jalapeno Cheetos I'm, or <laughs> hot Cheetos. Uh, not me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's kind of hard because, like, obviously, like, I bring the essentials, like, my deodorant and stuff, like, shampoo, conditioner, whatever. Like, you know, I bring a little bit of my toiletries. Like you said, I always have extra pads and tampons just because, like, you never know when when that's going to come. Uh, Especially on the plane. Exactly. Could you imagine, like, going on a 24-hour flight and, like, (laughs) an hour in? Oh, fuck. Like, I'm sure they have stuff, but it's also, you know, I, I like having, hell. it's really easy for me to get anxiety. So, like, I make sure I have yeah. that. I'm lumping that all in toiletries. Um, yeah. I, always- I had that on a 15-hour flight, eh? 
on the way back from Taiwan, I had that happen where I started my period literally an oh. hour before we got on the plane. <gasps> no. Well, at least you were that before was you got on the plane. Oh, yeah. I've got a story on that. Remind oh. me later. Oh, my God. But continue. I always bring, like, my phone and charger because, like, yep. obviously, you know, and I have, like, a one of those universal. So I'm set for wherever I go. I always bring my camera and, like, the charging capabilities for my camera because I do love to document my trips like anyone, I guess. Little known fact. I used to go to well you guys know but the audience doesn't I used to go to school for photography so that's one of my passions so definitely got to bring a camera with me and my phone just for like the little moments and then I need a good playlist whenever I go on a trip I always kind of curate myself a little playlist for kind of the theme if you will for that trip but then I also when I'm there I like to create another playlist of like okay these are the sounds of what I'm kind of hearing so that way when I do go back home and I'm missing that place I can just listen to that playlist and be kind of be transported back hmm. and that like I feel like that's technically for but like really I need my music I need my toiletries I need my camera and my phone no, that's how about you Ant? the only thing I really thought of that you guys didn't well it was just more of my hobbies I always like to have a sketch pad and pencils and pens on me just because sometimes I'll just feel like I'm in the mood to draw something and I want to make sure I can do it if I feel like I am in the mood for it and why not Chips Ahoy's rainbow cookies are freaking amazing <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you're gonna need a snack you never know when you need a snack I'm so glad someone mentioned a snack <laughs> <laughs> but no definitely the comfy clothes because you want to be able to just like chill after everything um um, obviously my phone with all that electronics and stuff. I try to pack light, but I never do. Yeah, <laughs> true. I, I feel, feel like, okay, only this many things. And it's like, oh, but let me add this. Let me add this. Oh, I might need this. <laughs> that is literally the worst thing. Like for me, the worst thing is shoes because you never know when you're going to need a shoe. And like, I hate going somewhere and being like, oh man, I should have brought that like one pair of shoes. But it's like, Paige, you brought like three, like you don't need a fourth yeah, one. But you your like running shoes, sandals, and then maybe some dress shoes, you'd probably be fine. Yeah. See, my brain's logic is just like, you don't know the variables. <laughs> what if a sandal <laughs> breaks? Because like, I've had no. that happen before. I'm always worried that you want to back up. I'm going to need something that I don't have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Been there. I'm sure we all have at some point. So, mm -hmm. okay. I actually have an interesting question for you guys because we did talk about where we've been and where we want to go. Mm -hmm. And I know we kind of yeah. left it open ended, but if you guys had to relocate to a different country, you can either pick country or like a specific town that you've never been to and you didn't not that you know it wasn't one of the places that you're like oh i absolutely need to go there where would you choose and keep in mind like this is a question so like logically don't think logically exactly mm -hmm. but where would you guys pick i would love to move to like new zealand or australia probably new zealand just because like it just sounds like the cutest little place everyone sounds like they're all these nice people that all live on an island and um there's also other islands around there that i would like to explore and i would love to work with the kakapos on the one island there the what <laughs> they're an endangered flightless parrot there's only like a hundred or so left in the world and they all live on, on this one island in new zealand oh my god and like they're people so go and cute. take care of them yeah no it's awesome there's like a whole program and like they help take care of the island and they have all the birds tracked so they can keep a track of everybody oh my god oh, yeah, that's they're adorable. like the cutest I'm little gonna... fat things and i love them <laughs> that's a good one so mm. that's so sweet but no, wherever you hear of New Zealand, you always think of like a nice, pretty little city. And it's just like, I want to go.
go there. <laughs> I think of Middle Earth. So like, of course I would want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I guess they have a lot of that scenery too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I would love to live in Australia or New Zealand. And although I, I don't think I mentioned earlier, like I can't say that for this answer just because like when I was really young, I used to watch like the, the crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin. Mm. So my desire to go there, like in Australia specifically and live there has been for many years. Same with New Zealand. So I won't pick that. I would probably pick Greece just because mm. from the photos that I've been shown, I have a friend who is living there right now and she's lived there for a little while, like I want to say a couple years now. And it just looks insanely beautiful so i'd probably pick greece yeah i've seen a lot of beautiful pictures i oh mean my god for any place but i mean especially greece you see all the cities and everything but it would just be so gloriously sunny and the beach is right there you'd be living in a bikini all day god i'd love that for you yeah i'm trying to think if i had to choose one place to just suddenly up and relocate I'm kind of torn between two and they're just both from left field a little bit. Um, one would be Switzerland just because I just want to know what's going on there. I want to know sure. what they you do. You just want to eat wanna a know. bunch of chocolate. I know you. Oh, I would live in the chocolate factory. There's no question about that. <laughs> I would break in. They'd have to escort me out every day. That's not even a problem for me. I accept that wholeheartedly. And then the other one is Italy. Mostly because I feel like Italy would be just so culturally rich mm-hmm. and the pastas and the foods and the dishes and the, the whole outlook that they have is very laid back. It's a very different culture from what I've been told. And I feel like it would just be a lot of fun. I feel like there'd be a lot of fun people to meet, a lot of things to do. I think it'd just be a really fun time, a relaxed life. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So I kind of had two there. I apologize, but I just couldn't decide. Well, they're both good. Be be real though. Did your <laughs> desire to go to Italy stem from the Lizzie McGuire movie? And if you say no, like I will just call you straight up a liar. <laughs> I That's forgot true. she went to Italy in that one. You the forgot? Come on. I did. I forget so much about Lindsay Lohan. I am so sorry. That like, is Hillary Duff. Who- oh my goodness. Hannah. What? Lizzie McGuire is Hillary Duff, not Lindsay oh. Lohan. Which one is Lindsay oh, Lohan? No. <laughs> and then she goes to Italy. Oh my God. No. Okay. Lindsay Lohan is in Greece living her best life dancing. Lindsay Lohan is in like Parent Trap. Oh, I never saw that. <gasps> Have you ever Fair seen enough. Such a Good Movie? Freaky Friday? Yes. Yeah, she's she's the main character. Yeah, yeah, no, I know I know which one she is now. She knows who just, she oh, is. Which she's movie her up did with Lindsay else. Lohan go to Yeah, that was what I was wondering was which movie did Lindsay Lohan go to Paris, Italy in? Because that was what you'd ask. No, I said Lizzie McGuire, who is Hillary Duff's character. Oh, okay. I got confused. I thought you were saying <laughs> Lindsay Lohan in Italy, and I was like, which freaking movie was this? Honestly, I'm high key offended that you didn't know you Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I forgot about that one too. For shame, Hannah. For God, shame. I'm for- <laughs> Am I just forgetting everything about what I grew up on? Yeah, apparently. Is that what it is to be old No, now? you just need a little reminder that it'll all flow back to you. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just need a lot of reminders that just smack me right in the face. That's me too. <laughs> smack me in the face. I'll remember. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. <sighs> so when you guys pack for all of these beautiful, wonderful adventures you're going to go on, are you guys organized <laughs> or do you just throw everything in a suitcase and hope for the best? I'm pretty organized. I will have everything laid out first and then fold it nicely into a bag because I want to try to pack as much as I can. (laughs) So the bag ends up being pretty heavy. 
I want to say I'm an organized mess. Normally, like I I have, okay, this is what I need and this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And then normally I have all that stuff ready, but it's usually the night before that I'm actually... Oh, that would stress me out. No. I have to pack, like, I have to be ready the night before. It stresses me out, too, but I'm just, I'm I'm such a bad procrastinator that, like, <laughs> it, it just gets to that moment where it's like, okay, I have all the stuff, let's put it together. And then, like, I'm usually that person at, like, two in the morning that's like, oh, my God, it won't all fit. Or, oh, my God, I'm over, <laughs> like, I'm over the pounds. And it's like, mm. no shit, Sherlock. But, yeah. I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should on brand. It'd be, like, too much anxiety <laughs> before traveling. It's like, no, like, get it done. Relax. <laughs> I will say I'm planning that off of when I went to England and that was at this point nine years ago. Yeah. So it is a bit different now, especially like now that I'm a mom, like you have to be, you have to be over organized. So it's a little bit different, but like, that's just the last time I was on like a plane and had to do that. And that's, that's the approach I took. So I don't know if it's still valid. (laughs) I mean, I think like you rushing the other two now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty organized. I mean, I have the vacuum, not the vacuum bags, but the, um, what do you call them? The little travel bags where you can organize all your stuff. So you put all your like undergarments in one, you put all of the outfits you have planned in another, you put all your toiletries in another, you put all your like entertainment in another. So I've got those little organized bags. Yeah. Hmm. And then I plan out and lay it out so that the night before I leave, I have one small packing cube left of just miscellaneous stuff that I know I forgot because I'll get up about 15 times as I'm sleeping Hmm. and sleep over to where I forgot something, get it, toss it in that, and then go back to bed. Oh my God, you're so resourceful. I just, I don't know what the deal is, but past me figures out a way to deal with future me and they're working together to make sure I get somewhere okay. At least they're helping each other. I wish. Past <laughs> Honestly, page sabotages future page every <laughs> every chance she gets. Well, yeah, because it's like, I don't want to have to go somewhere and then it's like, I don't have this very essential thing that I needed and then you have to go and find out if there's a store that even provides it. Because you don't know. Sleeping yeah. me just deals with it. Oh, I have such bad travel anxiety. It's like packing is one thing. And then the day of leaving, I'll have to go through a checklist in my head to make sure, did I do everything correct? And it's like a little OCD thing. I'll check like my room three times or something. It just before I go anywhere, even just to go to like Grand Banner or something, like I'm checking the house before I leave. It's just this travel anxiety that I got to get out of me before I go. Oh, yeah. Do you have any like irrational fears when you travel or are you just like anxiety before you go? It's more anxiety before I go because once I'm actually like left the house, I've checked everything. We're good. I'm like, okay, good. We're free. We can do whatever we want now. If I was traveling by plane, that'd be like I have a big fear of heights. So even though I want to go everywhere, I'm like really scared of planes. Even just going to the Florida one time, I drug myself up because I was like, I can't deal with this flight. So just let me sleep through it. <laughs> Let's just get there. That's fair. I mean, whenever I'm traveling, I always like get worried. Like I get a bit of anxiety going, but then like it's when I'm at the airport that I get the irrational fears of like, oh no, what if they suddenly discover I'm a drug smuggler? I've never <laughs> been a drug smuggler in my life, but what happens if they find 150 pounds of cocaine in my bag? All of a sudden, someone switched my bag out and there's drugs in yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never had any of these drugs in my possession in my life so I'm just like those irrational fears come into my head and I'm just like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get asked by security I'm going to be arrested I do not know what I did and I was say are you just scared of being stopped by security like that you might have something or oh my god yes absolutely (laughs) like I once when I was younger um for Christmas (laughs) for Christmas every year my dad would give us like a pocket knife because we were like me and my sister because we're girls Mm -hmm. so we would just have these on our keychains so when we would go traveling the security would be like oh is this yours and I'd be like "Uh, yes and they'd be like 
like, do you know what this is? And I'm like, yeah. It's do you know what pocket. this is? <laughs> it's my pocket knife so that I feel safe. And he was like, you can't have this on the plane. I'm taking this. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, dad, he took my thing. <laughs> and I would like say that to my dad. And he's like, it's okay. Just let it go, Hannah. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. Am I in trouble? Am I going to get arrested now? Like what's happening? Aw. No, no, no you're, your not. Stuff. you're not gonna get arrested for that you're fine like you did nothing wrong <laughs> no, especially with they have like certain like you can't have certain things and then you have it and it's like oh shit i, I know i wasn't supposed to bring this but <laughs> yeah like yeah. what if i spontaneously have 150 pounds of cocaine in my suitcase like what if that happens one day it's not but what if it does <laughs> you're screwed if you do <laughs> exactly <Bye, Hannah>. <laughs> <laughs> there will be so many questions i will say though watching bridget jones's diary scared the bejesus out of me when she's in the thailand jail and like i remember reading up about that about how like yeah if you're in a different country and you get imprisoned like yeah you do get extradited to your country most of the time but you still have to like deal with those conditions and like that kind of messed with my head a bit because it's like oh my god but like even that like it's just like okay don't do anything stupid and you won't go there Oh my god, you guys. Okay, so I have a bad experience that I really gotta tell you guys about. It was when I was in college. It was the first college I went to. My cousin, he he lived like close by, and we all planned like this Collingwood trip because he loves to snowboard. And they asked me to come along. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, because we're, you know, we're all close by. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He does not know how to teach you how to snowboard. <laughs> like, oh. I love him, but he threw me on one of the smaller hills. It wasn't like a practice hill either. It was like, it was a pretty big and steep hill. And just oh, no. even just trying to snowboard down it, it was... It it was hard to it's so awkward when you get your feet in the snowboard it's like you're constricted so i was just not having a good time anyway <laughs> we had gotten up the hill and it was probably like my third time going down and i was thought i was getting the hang of it and then i took a really bad spill and i just remember tumbling a whole bunch and then i just had all this pain up my one arm i ended up fracturing my elbow <laughs> oh no oh my god yeah. <laughs> So Are you uh, okay? yeah, my cousin came because I was crying. I was like, I was just like in so much pain. And my cousin comes running over. She's like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, like, I think something I hurt myself. And so she took me to, um, there was like a medic little building uh, not too far away. And they like, <laughs> they saw that it was getting red and every, like, I, you know, I couldn't really move it. And we were getting, um, it was just hurting. I don't know if it was getting red or not, but they grabbed a whole bunch of snow and put it in like a bag. And then they had me press it on there. And yeah, that whole night, it was just pretty much going to the hospital, waiting to get stuff done x-rays and everything and then going back to the hotel at like two or three in the morning and the next day they were all still snowboarding and stuff because we were there for two days and i just ended up like walking around the town in collingwood which is still pretty nice but i was it was a lot of pain i think i was on drugs or something at that time i don't know (laughs) i would hope you were i got a whole bunch of oxycodone after that yeah (laughs) yeah i believe it (laughs) oh it was it was yeah you know you committed well done (laughs) i tried i will never i'll never snowboard again but i mean i might try skiing but even then it's like i just think about mm-hmm. that time isn't skiing yeah. like so much more deadlier i think snowboarding is worse only because like your, your your feet are both stuck in the one board yeah i feel like skiing you're you you probably have a bit more freedom even though they're still stuck in the like you're still like tied into the two uh skis i don't know man like i just like i mean i'm not a sports person anyways but like that would 
never be me. Like, th- there are a lot of things that I will try, me. but like skiing and snowboarding, like, nah, I'm good. Like, mm. I'll jump out of a plane before I do that. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm a little bit different. Like, I love skiing. I've never tried snowboarding, but it seems like so much fun. I would love to do that. A lot of people like, do love skiing, it. Yeah. yeah. Skiing is definitely a lot easier, though, because your feet are separated. So you have a bit more control. Add a but that's not to say. <laughs> yeah. And snowboarding is difficult in a different way. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's almost like comparing two different sports because, yes, you are on the same kind of surface. Like, you're on snow for both of them. However, the equipment is totally different. Yeah, I feel like you're so much more constricted with a snowboard. Like, you don't have much movement. All right. Well, you guys yeah. enjoy your skiing. I'm going to go hang out at the lodge, you know, in the hot tub, have some drinks. No, I'm not going like... to be at the lodge, too. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. again. <laughs> Fine. I'll go on the ski hole myself. Meet me yeah, after you for hot chocolate. I'll have some hot chocolates ready for you. Great. <laughs> yeah by the time you're ready for hot chocolate and baileys we'll be on like the shots <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> how about you Paige? have you had any unfortunate events on any of your travels hopefully you didn't break any bones <laughs> no yeah. no broken bones on you know traveling but i did have like it was kind of a sour end to um my spain trip oh. i forgot my phone that i had bought and like it was like a cheap uh tesco phone i lost like i forgot the phone on the airplane and uh yeah yeah so that was like it wasn't like the hugest thing but I was ready because like we had gotten our bags and I was about to text the person who was going to come drive us back to our place of work because I was like oh my god oh my god my phone is gone and my friend thankfully like she's like well I have mine I'm like okay cool so you know like we were able to get back but I contacted EasyJet that's the airline we flew through well at first I tweeted at them I'm like is there any way I could get my phone and so they DM me they're like call this number whatever so I called and they're like the airplane that you were in yesterday because we came in pretty late so I didn't call till the next morning she was just like yeah that airplane is like it's not even in the country anymore it's already gone I'm like oh I'm like so probably like another passenger found it and like claimed it she's like yeah she's like there's nothing they couldn't do anything yeah she's like well the crew does clean a bit she's just like do you know where it would have been I'm like the only place I could think of and I don't remember putting it there but it was the only place I didn't check was you know how like when you're in an airplane the seat in front of you will have like a little pocket yeah the only like normally i avoid those because the gross shit i've seen in those like i usually yeah, I'm like, you don't no. know if they're clean or not yeah. or well or anything and i'm like the only thing i could think of is it's in that like front pocket she's like well okay well we will check when it gets back to the country like you know we'll we'll check it she's like but like the likeliness of finding your phone i'm like honestly she's like was it expensive i'm like no it was a cheap tesco one and she's on the phone to me she's like oh well then just pop around and go get another one like she was like you know are you dumb and I'm like that's not the point but that's really the only like bad experience I'm sure actually okay I do have one it's like a very minor thing years ago when we went to Manitoba and we were like renting a cottage and the night before we were at a mall I'm pretty sure in Winnipeg and my I was wearing sandals and my sandal got gobbled up we were on an escalator and my mom like I don't entirely remember I just remember looking at my sandal afterwards and it was like completely ruined oh my god i'm yeah, scared and- of escalators for that reason yeah and i remember <laughs> the guy 
guy, like this, I, I don't know if it was like the mall security or like someone from the mall was just like, wow, you're lucky, you know, you got it out in time. And like, I was probably like six or seven. And I was like, what? <laughs> and like, you could have lost your fucking toes. <laughs> yeah. Like I wasn't even like registering because I'm pretty sure I don't even know what happened, but like, oh. and like, oh my God, those are two pretty insignificant things. So like, I'm pretty lucky when it comes to traveling, knock mm. on wood. Well, that's good. You know? Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like- what about you, Hannah? How, do you have any experiences? Oh my God. Yes. Most of the time I get lost. Like oh, no. I'm vicious, <laughs> so I just end up where I'm not supposed to be. And it's never on purpose. One time while I was in Taiwan, I had gone to see my friends in um in Taipei. And I wasn't entirely sure which train I needed to take to get back to Geelong. And it was about a two-hour train ride. So I knew I needed to get on the right train. So sure enough, um, we're hanging out in this group, and there's this other girl there who said, Oh no, don't worry, I know which train will get you to Geelong. So I'm trusting this girl and then as we're walking she points to a train and she goes oh there's your train there actually you should hop on that one and that'll get you right there by such and such a time and I was like oh that's perfect that'll make me home in time for dinner that'll be great so I hop on that train and I'm not really paying attention to the stops because like they're kind of headed in the same direction until we get hit I think it was Badu and then at Badu the stops kind of started sounding unfamiliar and I was starting to wonder because I had I should have arrived in Geelong by then like enough time had gone by so so I'm starting waiting. to worry a little bit. Yeah. And so an hour and probably 20 minutes rolls by. I end up at the last stop. And I was like, this is not Geelong. Where the heck am I? So I get off the train and I'm standing on the platform and I walk up to this random person who was Taiwanese and said, do you know how to get to Geelong? And he looked at me and he said, uh, sorry, no English. So then I had to go up to this who was much younger. Like I'll say like, I guess a teenager, probably 16, 17 years old and went up to him and said, well, how is Sorry. Um, do you know how to get to Geelong? And he looks at me and he goes, you want Geelong? And I said, yeah. And he said, you got a ways away. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, he didn't say it in that many, in those words, but that's basically what he was saying is you are not there. Yeah. You're far away. <laughs> Yeah, so he kind of, he took me over to a spot and said, get on this. Badu, change train, get on this one. And I was like, okay, great. So I get on this train and as this train is heading whatever direction it was, uh, there was a group of teenagers on that train and they keep like, for a lot of Taiwanese people, it's not often you see a white person. So this group kept staring and looking over and like gossiping to each other. And finally I like leaned over and I was like, hi guys, my name's Hannah. How are you today? And the one um, who was doing the most staring spoke the most English. I started talking with that guy and I told him you know I kind of got three hours lost of home and then they start killing themselves they think it's a riot because they're like of course the white girl got lost the one girl's so nice she like lends me her charger because my phone had died like I was having a whole internal crisis that I was going to end up dead next to a mountain somewhere because I was so lost and I was never going to be found again and meanwhile these guys are like nah don't worry we're going to shove you off the train as soon as you get to the right stop and we'll make sure you end up on the right one because we are not losing this girl oh my god I was crying that's so funny they were so sweet I gave them all like 100 quiet like it was worth nothing to me but like I just thought okay here guys like buy a chocolate bar or something I don't care thank you for your help and it was just nice nice that you found some nice people to help you yeah yeah Yeah, it took five hours to get home that night oh I bet oh my god I got home at like 11 30 and I was supposed to be home by like six or seven (laughs) was your roommate like freaking out or no he didn't even realize that I had been missing (laughs) he was just like I thought you're having a good time in Taipei and I was like I was so lost and my phone died and I did 
didn't know how to come back. And he's like, what episode were you on today? Because holy smokes, I should have subscribed to that movie. Oh my God. Good Lord. Yeah. So it was a traumatizing thought I got lost. And all that could go through my head was like when my brother lived in Ottawa, he would call us when he got lost. We would Google Maps where he was yeah. and tell him how to get home, which is funny in itself. But then I, I kept having to say like, you're a big girl and you're in Taiwan. You can't just call home across the world and say, hey, can you recognize this Chinese pattern on a sign and tell me where to go? There are a lot of apps that they translate signs and everything in real time. Why didn't you look into getting one of these or, you know, just so that way you wouldn't have issues? Well, I guess. Yeah. Okay. You said that. My phone was dead. Otherwise, 100% I would have had a solution, but my phone was dead. So I was just going off of my own basic stupidity at that point. That would suck getting (laughs) lost somewhere like, you know, somewhere you're not familiar with. Well, especially like in a country where language yeah 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 oh man okay you win that round yeah the (laughs) huge shout out to the locals though because oh my god did you guys have my back 100 thank you i am forever indebted to you just huge thank you (laughs) you saved me (laughs) yeah they did But yeah, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's it. Well, like, okay, this is kind of like a segue and not a clever one. But so with like Taiwan, like I just remember getting all of your updates with like all the like the delicious food that you had <laughs> while you were there. So like, what are some interesting or like amazing food stories that you guys have when you've been traveling? Yeah. I mean, I can imagine all the dishes that uh, Hannah's probably had. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Taiwanese dishes are very culturally influenced. I think my favorite dish was probably... So I got to set the scene a little bit here. So near our apartment, there was a night market. Oh, beautiful. And it was about a hundred year old night market, very well known in that area of Jilong. And there was this woman there who spoke maybe 10 words of English. And she was the only one at this night market that sold beef noodle bowl. So beef noodle bowl in Taiwan is like the traditional dish. It's a well-known dish from Taiwan, that or stinky tofu. So this woman (laughs) would have one shop solely dedicated to beef noodle bowl but yeah it was so delicious and the first night I ever had this I was first of all sweating my butt off because it was 40 degrees humid as hell there was a bunch of us there it was one of the first nights we spent in Geelong and there was a group of like five of us that decided we'll go to this night market we'll get some dinner and the person we were with said well this is your first night here so you guys should really try this one this is beef noodle bowl it's really cheap really easy dinner let's have that and we'll just have a good time chatting so we're sitting around these like little put together tables kind of like you see on on the tv shows like the soap dramas and stuff it's very much like that so we're all sitting on these little stools with these huge bowls of beef noodle bowl just chatting away enjoying the night having a beer outside it was a beautiful night you were hot as hell but it was still beautiful and you have the richest broth you've ever had and it was just made of pure bones and it was like the noodles were handmade the beef was good it had green onions it was just such a simple delicious dish oh my god that sounds so awesome good. sounds really good yeah, yeah. So good. How about you guys? What's one of your What's one of your more memorable dishes from your? I travels? haven't had like a memorable dish, but I had. I do remember when we went to Universal in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the Harry Potter Diagon Alley, and there was a stand for butterbeer, and oh. we all had to try it because it was you know everybody well, there was a huge line for it too. So I was like, okay, like there's four of us, we'll just get two, we'll share it. But yeah, no, we I stood in line and everything for them, and uh, I mean it, it was worth it. It was it was pretty good. The butterscotch taste and everything. 
it was really good. It tasted kind of like a butterscotch, like cream soda. It's hard to really describe it. It's been so long, but I do remember it being really, really sweet and really good. Um, my mom didn't really care for it though. <laughs> well, your mom is the queen of chocolate. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have yeah. to ask, cause I've heard that there is alcoholic versions and non-alcoholic versions. Like it was non-alcoholic. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think awesome. like traditionally it's supposed to be with alcohol. Yeah. Cause it was like in her books or something. They drink it at the bar, I think at the pub, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The pub, but no, yeah. The one they make at universal. It's uh, it's alcohol free probably cause they have a uh, kids drinking it and stuff too. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those all the kids out. Let's go. <laughs> kids. They always do that to us. I remember. So when I worked at Starbucks, like this is butterbeer related, but when I was working at Starbucks, like of course the secret menu and people would come all the time and be like, can I have a butterbeer frappuccino? And I'm like, girl, like if you want something on the secret menu, you need to like give me the recipe. I will make it. But like, I don't know what yeah, this like, is. There's probably so many different ingredient combinations. They would have to tell you. Yeah. But I remember this girl's like, is this with alcohol? And I'm like, you just <laughs> gave me the instructions. Like you should know, like, and we're Starbucks, not a bar. Wasn't Starbucks supposed to sell like Bailey's drinks or something? I oh my God. If they could, what, why not? They were supposed to at one point, but I, th- I don't, I think they stopped. I'm not sure. I think it's certain Starbucks. Cause I, I know there's certain McDonald's that sell alcohol. So I think it's like either a regional thing or it's just hasn't been rolled out. Probably just a States thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I would love that though. Cause I thought it was funny. I was like, everybody's going to be going there for Bailey's and then like they're all going to be driving home drinking it. <laughs> I'm just like, getting fucked up at a Starbucks. Idea. What up? <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, Drive through alcohol. Oh. I will <laughs> That's say a good idea. <laughs> it, do- it does because like most of the people that go to Starbucks to so, like a lot of the time it was students studying. So like it would just it would make sense. Like you would just see students like crying and being like, you know, have a little drinky drink and then feeling so much better. But they probably wouldn't be very productive. So I feel idea. like Starbucks should start that though. Like the list of drinks that you have so that when you get home, this is what you mix in. Like, could oh, you yeah. imagine if they did that? Well, I'm not going to lie. When I worked there, because we would get Starbucks is awesome with all of their benefits. If anyone has ever wondered, like, should I work at Starbucks? The answer is yes, because you get a free pound of coffee a week. But you would also so you would get a free drink before the start of your shift every break and then one at the end of your shift. So a lot of the times, like at the end of my shift, like, you know, if I didn't work the next day or even if I did, I'd go home, you know, I'd get make a Frappuccino and then put that in my blender with some Baileys or Kahlua. Mm, and it was a rum chocolate. Yeah, I know uh, oh, Starbucks so corporate gets a lot of shit, but even just like the separate stores like everybody's so happy to be there everybody's you know mm-hmm. they're happy to serve you and it just just shows that that the company's taking care of them taking care honestly, of their honestly it was one of the only jobs you know like when you work at somewhere and it's like we're a family and it's like yeah okay that was one of <laughs> that's the how you know places. it's toxic <laughs> yeah that's one of the only places that i've ever worked where i actually did feel like we were just a, you nice know, a big that. family yeah it was nice so shout out to my that's starbucks awesome. peeps i miss you and i love you even though <laughs> We don't talk all the time, but but okay, to steer the conversation back uh out of Starbucks, I actually do have a food story. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, please talk. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> What's your food story, Paige? I, I do have two. So when I was in Florida a few years ago, I ate alligator jerky. Oh, that'd be which, different. Like I love I love jerky, the beef jerky. Although I shouldn't say I love all jerky because I've had chicken jerky. And it is disgusting. Mm. Do not recommend. That's like but, when you go for the pepperettes and you get the turkey ones instead of like the real ones. See, I, I don't mind those. I like the turkey pepperettes mm. more, more because I'm like, these are less more, less calories than the regular ones. And it's like, yeah, but when, you know, you're chomping them down, it, it kind of negates that. But anyways, 
I digress. <laughs> I like the turkey pepperonis. Yeah, the alligator jerky, it wasn't like, it was weird. Like, I would probably have it again. It's been a couple of years now. We were staying at Disney World. We were st- mm-hmm. we were actually staying at one of the resorts there. And I had gone in, like, I was meeting up with my family at the Magic Kingdom. And, like, I was going to get a snack or whatever. And I was like, like, I, I just saw it. And I was like, I can't just see alligator jerky and think to myself, I passed that. Like, you know, I had to yeah. try it. Can't it was see it, not get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting it wasn't was it tougher than like a regular jerky yeah it was a little like no i would would assume it would probably be a bit tougher but i'm not sure yeah it was i feel like it was a little tougher i just remember like the taste was like it was almost like i don't want to say like fishy but like it did have like a bit of a like fishy kind of taste to it so i'm not sure if it's because like alligator like you know probably where the water yeah yeah. so it was it was weird like i don't know like i because they had a couple of different flavors and i just tried the teriyaki one just because mm. I was like you know, I like teriyaki exactly yeah. so and it was good mm-hmm. it's still because it was like it had that flavor but it kind of also had like this like underlying fishy it wasn't bad though like I probably would try it again probably try a different flavor but yeah you know mm. it was good and then That's um cool yeah I know that was like my it's like so different I the only thing I wish though mm. is I wish I had like brought some back with me because like I just like I had it was like like a little bag and whatever I ate it and I was just like oh okay but, like I kind of wish I had brought it back to like try with people because like it was just such a weird experience like a weird taste to like try but so I kind of wish I had a little more yeah (laughs) would you eat a box of them I I, I don't know I would have to try it again to like really like give a Mm. current assessment of it it's probably been a few years and stuff yeah (laughs) and then like the only other thing like I think notable thing that I've had was uh, when I was in Spain there was I feel like every little corner we went to and like little corner shop someone was selling sangria I bought some of that and like I drank it and it was amazing all you had to do like you just had to like serve it over ice and it was amazing but it was like handmade stuff yeah yeah it was handmade so at least that's what we were told like in every like I said every little corner shop had some and I remember we there was like one corner shop that was like almost right directly next to our hotel so that's where we would kind of go because it was like out of convenience kind of thing yeah sweet yeah yeah a little bit of refreshing sangria is so good Mm -hmm. I love sangria I feel like it doesn't get enough you know enough love sangria sangria yeah it definitely doesn't get the love that I think it deserves but there's also there's another drink that is not super common in Canada but like when we when I was living in England everyone drank this like this was the ultimate summer drink and I had never heard again it may be had just been me no it for sure wasn't because I have looked at the LCBO and they never sell this have you guys ever heard of Pims? Oh Pims, Pim's number one oh, yeah Pim's? like P or K? P Pims. Yeah P No I've P-I-M-M-S number one yeah oh my god Angela it is delicious and basically like how to make like a good pitcher is you like chop up a bunch of fruit strawberries kiwis pineapple like apples a bunch of stuff maybe not bananas but like everything else very fruity drink you chop up a bunch put it in there put it with pims about half and then you put lemonade so lemonade in england is kind of like our sprite but it's like a cross between sprite and like regular lemonade this just sounds really good (laughs) it is it honestly like if i could sell to you in a couple of words it's summer in a drink it's fantastic want to make it now that's so good i have never seen it the only time i've ever heard of it the 
only time I've ever seen it in an LCBO was it was a couple of years ago. It was around Canada Day. And I remember I was like, oh my God, Pim. So I bought it because I was like, I have never seen this here before. And maybe the LCBO carries it now. To be honest, when I go to the LCBO, I usually just go to the wine section. I don't really like mingle in within it, especially during COVID. But yeah, Pim's, it, it's amazing. Please try it if, you know, to anyone who's listening. We can find it. Yeah, I'll definitely have some. Yeah. It sounds New good. summer drink. Oh my God, it is so good. And then like, so after you're done, the fruit that's in your cup will will have like soaked in some of it. So you get to like eat like a boozy fruit salad after. It's awesome. Mm, that sounds delicious. I know. It's like now I want to make some mixed drinks. Right? Way to make us crave a super summery drink in February. Yeah. <laughs> you are Thanks. so welcome. But I mean, if we want summer in a cup. <laughs> exactly. You know what? I'm actually going to look on the LCBO website. because I had to look it up and just seeing these pictures is like oh they look great i say it's kind of like um well it's not like it but it just reminds me of another fruity drink that i like but it's uh the white freezy it's not fruity but it's just really sweet and it kind of reminds me of like this would probably be really sweet too pims it was like i was reading it says it's a it's a gin based fruit cup and i'm like i love gin you're a gin gin. yeah oh my god have you tried the um what is it it's like 18 something gin it's the purple one oh no i like to get the uh the yellow one it's actually made in canada and it's just it tastes a lot like lemon oh Um, i I have another one that's like it's got art all over the bottle and it's a blackberry flavor oh cool Mm. i'm not much of a drinker either so they're both still upstairs but <laughs> when i do drink gin and juice I, beer i love gin but i am very wary of it because a couple of years ago in university and like i'm gonna have to check with my friend to say, make sure i can tell this story but she okay she was like going through like a, a pretty i'm pretty sure it was a breakup and the only thing i thought of is like oh some alcohol will like calm her down so i poured oh, i no. poured a small Oh my God. Like I gave her so much gin. Like I filled up a small like juice cup and I'm like, here, drink this. And she just drank it. And I literally was like, okay, gin's bad. Gin is not our friend. I love when there's alcohols that turn you into a different person and then you just have to learn which ones do that. Oh my God. Tequila does that to everybody because everyone Mm. has a tequila story. I am so bitter at tequila because I used to be able to drink it like water like and it was perfect. I was a cheap date because I just had a couple of shots of tequila and boom, I was done. Mm. And all it took was one night, one night and like still tequila, like smelling tequila now. I can only just now drink (laughs) margaritas again. And Mm. really? Yeah, and this happened back in 2013. So, like, it was a good seven years that, like, I'm like, mm, tequila, nope, nope. I was oh going to say, God. I remember going out with you to uh, when I was in uni. Do you remember going to the bar that shut down Faces and you had yeah. four tequila shots? I had five because your friend oh, yeah. was like, can I buy you guys a drink? I'm like, you can buy me a shot of tequila. And I'm like, oh, at that yeah. point, I, I really should not have taken that extra shot. I just, I oh, remember. God, so funny. All I remember from that night, Hannah is I remember going to Subway so with you funny. and I remember oh, yeah. hitting on the guy <laughs> like the worker yeah, yeah. she did and I remember I had to pee and so I tried to go to the bathroom in Subway and I did not make it in time and oh. I had to sit all the way from from downtown all the way like 40 minutes to get to Hannah's oh house God. and I I like was like you know I was sitting in my own piss oh. <laughs> another reason why tequila is not your friend drunk nights oh my God. <laughs> exactly I forgot about so much of that <laughs> 
Yeah, that's all I remember. Hilarious. And I remember, so the reason we were at this bar was we had seen a play at the university beforehand. And so we went to Faces afterwards. And I remember at one point we were in the bathroom with like one of the people who were in the play. And I remember saying to Hannah, I'm like, oh my God, it's like I'm starstruck. And Hannah's like, Paige, (laughs) shut up. They're not stars. But I was like, oh my God, I just saw you in a play. Oh my God. That's the only. Like, oh my gosh, Paige. Like you're drunk. Stop it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We had gone to the dragon so place cute. for dinner too. We had like so many chicken balls with us. Yeah. It, it, this was not oh like God. a we didn't eat thing. This was a you this done. Was a, we had thing. a full on, yeah. We had dinner. We well, had a good. play. We, we went to, to a bar. Before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do any of that. <laughs> Fun night though. Missed that bar. Oh, I wish it was still there. I know. Like there's so many bars. Like I feel like that's everywhere, but like especially in our hometown that I used to love to go to that are just they're all gone. Not and it's just you go downtown and then you don't recognize any of the places because all the places I haven't been down there forever then you go down there and it's like oh this isn't this place anymore there are a couple of places that are gone that they took too long to go <laughs> hello voodoo hello sin they were oh my god is voodoo gone yeah yeah so. finally literally voodoo had the upstairs right uh that sin no voodoo was a little bit bigger but sin had they had these structures that you could stand on and they had like a, a couple of stripper poles and I'm pretty sure hmm they okay. had like I remember I'm like what is healthy. this maybe a bad time no <laughs> all I it was a what bad is going on in this time bar? <laughs> yeah I just remember it was such an easy place to to go and like start your night though because there would always be guys on like every corner and be like hey you want to go to voodoo free cover and a drink yeah. like yeah I'll go for a free that's the only drink. reason we went in it was like yeah. oh free cover okay yeah same with uh cheetahs they oh, would cheetahs, have people yes. who'd be like free drink okay yeah sure I'll go look at some titties and have a drink like <laughs> Sounds like a perfect evening, to be honest. (laughs) We got so off topic. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed traveling through our stories. So if you guys have any travel stories, we would love to hear it. Send us a tweet or DM us on Instagram. Thanks for hanging out with us. And if you're still listening to the end of this, thank you. (laughs) And I promise (laughs) that future episodes won't be as, you know, hot messy at the end. Or maybe they will. That is our name. And we'll totally be back next week with our tattoo episode. So exciting. Thanks so much for listening, guys. It's fun to talk about. Thanks for listening to Hot Mess. Hot Mess, eh? (laughs) Eventually we'll time that right. Eventually. (laughs) Send us a damn tweet, goddammit.